This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, where hundreds of researchers make new discoveries inspired by the work of previous Dana-Farber scientists. Learn more about their momentum at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Today on the State of Ukraine, the Ukrainian military claims progress in the South. I'm Greg Dixon. This summer's Ukrainian counteroffensive against Russia has meant months of grueling ground combat and artillery battles. Ukraine and its allies have been desperate for signs of progress. And now the Ukrainians say they've punched through the first and strongest of Russia's three defensive lines in the south. For more on what these gains may mean, Mary Louise Kelly spoke to NPR's Brian Mann in Kiev. Okay, so just take us to this moment. What is happening and how significant is it? Yeah, what Ukrainian officials say is that they have finally secured a small but really important town called Robotne that Russia had been using as a logistics base, and it anchored part of that big defensive line that Russia built using trenches and a lot of landmines and artillery. Capturing Robotne meant a long, bloody fight, but Andriy Kovalov, a spokesman for Ukraine's general staff, said Ukrainian forces are already widening that breach. And what he's saying there, Mary Louise, is that Ukrainian forces have been able to advance to two nearby villages flanking Robotne, and then they're using artillery to target Russians in the next defensive line. So we're not seeing a huge breakthrough here. There's no route, you know, with Russians in full retreat. But mm. the Ukrainians say this is meaningful progress. Meaningful progress. So what is the what is the next move? Where do things go from here? Well, we're watching this closely. NPR was able to reach a Ukrainian officer with a ground unit taking part in this fight, and for security reasons, we're not disclosing his name. He expects the next major goal is going to be a bigger town called Tokmak, about 20 miles to the south. And he says if Ukrainian forces can get there, it would put them in artillery range of the Melitopol airport, uh, which is another 50 miles south. Uh, This is kind of a step-by-step process. Melitopol, though, is the big goal. It's a Russian-occupied city on the Sea of Azov. It's crucial to supplying Russian forces all the way to the Crimean Peninsula. So if Ukraine can pull that off, it'll be it'll be a big win. Yeah. Okay. And so, again, Ukraine has fought through this first important Russian defensive line. This was a big one. What What is the state of Russian forces of the opposition they're facing now? Well, what we're hearing is that the conditions on the ground are still ugly. Russians have bungled a lot of operations throughout this war. But by all accounts, these defensive lines they've built are effective and deadly. And our Ukrainian military source, Nurobotna, told us that the fighting ahead is expected to be brutal. Uh, It's very difficult to advance further, he told us. I'm not going to predict our chances, he said. Our infantry is suffering significant losses from enemy artillery, and there are a lot of enemy drones. He also said, Mary Louise, that Russia has been gun using larger smart bombs targeting Ukrainian positions on that battlefield. To give people a, a point to focus on on the map of Ukraine, I want to note this battle is taking place about 50 miles from Zaporizhia, the big nuclear reactor that Russian troops have occupied for more than a year. What is happening there? Yeah, I was at a gathering with Petro Kotyan, head of Ukraine's nuclear power utility. And he said the situation at Zaporizhia, Europe's biggest nuclear reactor complex, is incredibly dangerous. Unfortunately, it is a degradation everywhere. We are talking about uh, radiation safety. Everything is degraded. Equipment, components, and uh, personnel. Everything is in very bad condition. And Kotian says all the reactors at Zaporizhia have been shut down, Mary Louise. So he's not worried about a full-scale Chernobyl-like disaster. 
But he points out there are Russian troops, Russian artillery all around that reactor complex now. Ukraine is calling on the international community to demand more inspections to assess risks there. But uh, of course, that's hard to do with this battle underway. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. And Piers Brian Mann reporting from Kyiv. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. We'll see you again soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.